Hey there friends, welcome back to the Mindset Management Podcast. I am so excited for today. I feel like this is the first kind of official episode where I'm going to be talking more about actual like mindset management and it's the first official episode with all the rebranding done and everybody knows what this content's going to be about. So I'm super excited today. I said on Instagram that I wanted to talk a little bit about self-confidence and how you gain self-confidence, but also how you gain confidence itself, not just confidence within yourself, but general confidence in how you carry yourself, how you approach things, all that kind of stuff linked with confidence. And I really think it's a really important topic. And this has kind of come from a couple of different things. So I'm really excited to get into this episode today with you guys. And I just really hope you're going to love it. Welcome to the Mindset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Whitecross, a wife, a mum, a business owner, and content creator. I am super excited to have you here, friend. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a new episode every Tuesday. We're going to be focusing on achieving a healthy and wealthy mindset that is achievable for busy women and busy mums. I believe that taking care of yourself is essential to achieving a healthy and wealthy mindset. We'll be discussing topics such as self-care, time management, goal setting, and tips for looking after your mindset whilst working or even if you're setting up your very own business. Our guests will be busy women and busy mums who have managed to achieve a healthy and wealthy mindset. We'll learn from their stories and experience and share tips and strategies that you can apply to your own life. So if you're ready to prioritize your health and wealth and achieve a mindset that supports your goals and dreams, then let's jump into the podcast and I'm going to support you every step of the way. So confidence. Now, we hear this like all through our life when it comes to how people carry themselves. They, people will say, oh my God, they walk into the room, they're so confident. Or you sometimes hear people saying about how someone can be overconfident that they're actually arrogant. And there is quite a fine line between that, but we're not even going to touch on like arrogance. That is not what I want to talk about today. I really just want to talk about confidence and confidence itself. And This comes from one particular conversation that I've had recently with someone who she started to tell me and kind of open up about all the different reasons why she doesn't have confidence. Everything going back to how her parents spoke to her, you know, how she's been with groups, how she's not really ever really been accepted by other people. The conversation kind of went on for a long time, actually, and I actually felt really sad for this woman and you know what, it made me start to think that I know she's not going to be the only person who has felt this. And I know that's going to be the case. So today I want to kind of talk about how we build initial confidence. So how we build initial confidence when maybe approaching a task or approaching something completely new. And then I want to talk about how you build self-confidence internally and a little tip to kind of take away with that. So first up, let's talk about confidence and kind of where it comes from. So, and how to kind of get it. Now, a lot of people won't want to do something because they say they don't know how to do it or they don't like it, or they might say something negative even around it where you might say something, they might say something like, oh, I don't really like that. And it's like, well, if they've never done it, how do they know? Now, some of this might relate to you, some of it might not, but it also might be something that you've heard other people say. And quite often, and I'm going to go back to kind of my experience of working within education for so long, 
a lot of young people in particular will like shy away from something or they'll give you a lot of attitude around something when they don't want to do something and actually deep down that kind of comes from and not all the time but a majority of the time it actually comes from a lack of confidence in not knowing how to do something the fear of looking stupid what are other people going to think of me so to gain that confidence that comes from repetition so I'm going to use an example of when it comes to say filming so a lot of people will say to me I don't know how how you have the confidence to either go on camera when I did YouTube or how I have the confidence to do a podcast and one element I know for a lot of people will be the technology side of things when it comes to it because it can seem really daunting if you're not into technology it can seem really scary and one of the things that comes from that is the repetition of doing a particular task so let's say when it comes to filming a video and if you want to film a video but you've got no idea how to start so you need to put things in place to teach you how to do that particular thing once you've learned how to do that particular thing you need to keep doing it so when i started youtube i was really scared this is no secret i put the video up and i took it down three times i didn't tell anybody about it i was really nervous i was really scared about what people were going to think but i just thought there's something about this that i need to do and that i really wanted to do so when it came to the reality of actually leaving it up, gradually over time, I got a few nice comments, I got a few more thumbs up, I got some subscribers, and this is where it's going to attach a little bit of self-confidence and where I want to talk about that in a moment. So I'm going to kind of park that part of the confidence until later. But the repetition then of me filming another video and knowing how to edit, knowing then how to upload, started to not feel so scary. I started to understand the back end of how YouTube would work. I started to understand how I needed to film. I started to understand the editing software. I started to understand how people would want to start to engage and what made them engage. And gradually over time, that created me to feel confident. I didn't feel nervous about getting my camera. I didn't feel nervous about getting the ring light out or approaching the edit. And I'd be able to do it so much quicker. So confidence comes from repetition and what I want you to do is I want you to think about maybe some something in the past that you've been really nervous about and then once you've started to do it the more you do it the more confident you do it and you don't even think about having to do it in the end because it becomes natural it's a natural instinct you can start to do it kind of like on autopilot without even having to think about it so if you're really worried about starting something new, the best thing to do is just start. And it doesn't matter if it sucks. It doesn't matter if it looks rubbish. It doesn't matter if it's the worst one you will have ever done. Quite frankly, it probably will be. I look back at some of my first podcast vid episodes, my first like YouTube videos, Instagram posts, and I'm embarrassed by the quality of it and the way it looked, but I'm proud of the fact I did it. And the quality of everything wouldn't have got better if I hadn't have started. So if there's something that you're nervous about doing, you've just got to jump in there and do it because the next time you go and do it, it won't be so scary. And you will have built up that little bit more confidence that you didn't have the first time round. Now, I want to tie this into a little bit of self-confidence now. So self-confidence often comes when people stop attaching their confidence to other people. So when I, what I mean by that is when someone is like, I need to be told constantly that I'm doing a good job at work, or someone says, I need to constantly be told that they love me, or I constantly need to be told by my friends, or they need to keep texting me, or they need to keep hanging out with me to know that they still like me. And 
the more you continue to attach your self-confidence to other people's opinions, other people's affirmations of you, other people's perception of you, you're never going to gain that self-confidence. I'm just going to say that bluntly, you are just not going to because your confidence is attached to other people. So when you are not then getting that, you're going to have a lack of self-confidence. So you need to start working internally to build that self-confidence. And whatever that might be is going to be different for different people. And people will have self-confidence issues related to different things. It might be you have a self-confidence issue related to your appearance, or it might be the way that you do your job, or it might be how you are in a relationship. Whatever the lack of self-confidence is attached to for you, it might even be all of it, but whatever the lack of that is, you need to one, figure out why is it you have that lack of self-confidence. Is it because in the past as you grew up, maybe your parents didn't really fill you with confidence or they didn't say they were proud of you or they didn't say that you did a good job or the next part of it is they didn't put you maybe in situations where you had to just give it a go, where you had to be brave, where you had to do something on your own and that's when you realise that you can be confident to approach a situation. So I'm going to pull this back to one thing that a lot of people have quite often had opinions about this, but I'm an only child. I don't have any brothers or sisters. Harper is an only child and she's going to stay an only child. That is the decision that Jed and I have decided to make. And as I grew up, because I was an only child, I didn't have any brothers or sisters to do something with or do an activity with. Now, as I got older, obviously I would go to things with my friends or I would do certain things with my friends, but it meant that every time I did something new, I had to do it on my own and my parents continually put me in situations. (laughs) It sounds really horrible and I don't mean it to sound horrible because I'm incredibly grateful for what they did, but they put me in situations that meant that I had to just go and do it on my own, whether it was a dance class, a jujitsu class, kickboxing class, all these different things that I had done as a child helped build self-confidence. Now, I don't want to say that I'm 100% confident. I'm absolutely not. And it is a working progress. But there are certain things that I will feel more confident in doing that I might not in others. And one of those things is starting something new has never really been too scary for me. And that's because I was continually put in situations where I had to do it on my own kind of over and over again. And in the end, it doesn't seem so scary. So think about why you might have a lack of self-confidence, where it comes from, and then start thinking about what you can do to start building that self-confidence up. Do you need to start listening to more podcasts like this to kind of get some tips and tricks? Maybe is it reading some books around self-confidence, try and get to the root of the reason for it. Is it just starting to put yourself out there, starting to be really true to yourself? Is it journaling? Maybe journaling is going to help you figure out where that lack of self-confidence comes from and you have to start asking yourself some tough questions to help you get past this feeling of not feeling worthy yourself. Now the conversation I had with this particular woman I felt really sad about that conversation and I said to her and I was quite honest she's actually in her 40s and I said to her you have to stop attaching your self-worth and your self-confidence to other people's views, perceptions, their opinions of of you because it's not doing you any good and she completely agreed and she said she never actually really thought of it that way she just said I continually need to have that constant confirmation and affirmation and you're not going to always get that so I want you to journal I want you to listen to podcasts about this I want you to read books on it maybe an audiobook 
I personally love an audiobook. I don't have time to read books in the same way that I used to. But start thinking about the root of the reason why you don't because until you figure out the root of the reason why you don't have self-confidence or you're not confident to approach something you're going to continue to struggle to come to an answer or it's going to be a lot lot harder because once you start realizing what the initial reason is for not having the self-confidence you can actually start to work on that and start to put the steps in place to help making you feel confident now I really hope this has kind of helped you. I really hope this has given you a bit of food for thought. It's so fun to do this kind of episode for me. I just love talking about this. I literally could talk about this for ages, but my podcast is very much a short and snappy um, podcast. I'm not really into doing those 45 minute episodes unless they're interviews. So I hope that these are like the golden nuggets that you want them to be. Again, no script, no bullet points. I love just kind of letting it roll off the tongue, be really natural with you guys. And I'm just loving this and I'm loving this platform. So I'd love to know if you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a five-star review. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode next Tuesday. Make sure you're following Mindset Management Podcast on Instagram so that you can be seeing additional stuff around mindset, health and wellness in between these episodes. I hope you've loved the episode. I hope you're having a really great day and I cannot wait to catch up with you next Tuesday, friend.